Hello and welcome back to Covenant Conversations. You are joined with Ashton Esther and this is season two. I can't believe we're on season two. It feels like, to be honest, I felt like I was already on season two last season. Um, (laughs) I just don't know about anyone else, but the time just goes by so quickly and you feel like after you do something for a while, it becomes a habit and it just feels like we've been doing it for ages. We've been walking this uh, journey of podcasting forever and uh, really excited for this season. This season is going to be all about storytelling. Um, I was really praying on the topics of this season and I really feel like I should use the platform to showcase people's stories, their testimonies, to inspire you guys. I love hearing your stories after listening to the podcast and actually taking on some of the advice and wisdom that you learned Um, and it just inspires me to keep going and to keep talking. So I just want to say thank you guys so much for that. As always, I love to set the scene. So we are on a lunch break um, at work and I am chilling at my desk. Um, I actually love my desk. I love that it's all black. And just in my living room, looking at my new patch plant, I am so excited for this. Um, I'm finally a plant mum. And for those of you who don't know, like I actually really enjoy plants and flowers. So yeah, I just feel like I'm part of something blossoming. And uh, yeah, that's really good. (laughs) Today, I am going to be speaking to you guys about lessons that I learned in childhood. And one of the lessons that I really learn is studying people, studying how the older generation and people around me did things. And someone I want to talk to you guys about today is my grandfather. Many of you guys might have heard me speak about my grandfather when I mentioned like people who have passed away in my life. And um, I think the last episode of talking about grief, I was speaking about him in quite a lot of depth and his loss and the death of my grandfather um, who sadly passed away from bowel cancer and that was 12 years ago now. He was just someone who I don't think you sometimes realise the greatness of someone around you until you don't have them anymore and you realise wow they did so much for me or wow their their legacy really has impacted me and I think um, sitting down to observe my granddad now when I've grown up and looking back I think foresight is a great thing. There's a few lessons that I've learned from my granddad. One of the lessons that I've learned is how to be a servant. The second is how to have a good reputation. And the third is not sacrificing your family, but remembering that it's your first ministry. I have learned good lessons and I've learned bad lessons from him. And so I'm going to talk about both um, because I think that it would be a disservice to him to paint him out to be a perfect man. And I think the reality is that none of us are perfect. In the midst of um, someone's greatness, they can have a lot of mess. You should never look past both because I think you can learn from both. In terms of service, right? My granddad was part of the High Commission. He helped a lot of people in government um, from our home country, Jamaica. And at weekends, because I was with my grandparents a lot, I was always kind of seeing them um, and hearing about what they were doing and meeting the people that he was around. And one thing that really stood out to me is that he would get phone calls in the middle of the night asking him to go and collect someone from the airport, 
asking him to go and travel to get food for someone. He went to caterers, he did this, he did that. Like there was nothing that was too hard for him. And I guess that's what I really learned. Um, And now I try to do that, you know, in my everyday life. Like when people call on me or ask me to do something, I really do think about what it means to serve. I, I think about um, the scripture in Mark ten forty two where it says, for even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And it talks about in Proverbs, how our brother lays down his life for another. And one of the main things that I think our generation has forgotten about is serving others. I think we've started to get into the habit of self-service um it's very evident even when you look at the fact that shops are now the self-service counters are like the ones that are actually more more popular people now want to just serve themselves and get out of there as soon as they can everything is now becoming about us and not about um, the collective good of the people you know you now see it in you know how we're voting in politics and we see how we constantly look for the service of ourselves how is my family going to be how do I want my life to look like you know and everything is about me 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 but if you ever watch how an older person is at the shops when they buy something and you watch how they'll go in the queue that is the longest queue yes grandma I am atting you when I say this they will go in the longest queue ever to be served by an actual person why because there is a value in service there is a value in being actually face to face with the person who is serving you it grows connection it builds relationship and i know that my grandma for every single shop that she ever went to she built a relationship with that person that remembered them after for my granddad when every single place that he went to, he built a relationship with the customer service people so that he would go back and they would remember him, that people would feel seen, that people would feel like their service is being seen, but that he would also serve them in a way that maybe can't be quantified, but actually it's seen in the way that he treats them. And one thing that I've realized is that if we're going to be a generation who is full of servants, we have to take on that and we have to embody that. And what it looks like is going out of your way for people. You know, like I have a schedule. I have things that I said I was going to do in the week, things that I said I wanted accomplished. But I put on my Instagram something that my manager said, which is a plan is a plan until it has to change. You have to realize that in order to be a great servant, you have to realize that your plan is not greater than God's plan. Your choice is not greater than God's choice. God's choice might be that you help his child who's in need today. That might not have been your choice. Sometimes you're too tired to do it. But each and every day we have a choice to make. And that's whether to serve in the way God would want us to or serve in the way that we would want us to. We have a choice whether to go and do self-service. or We have a choice of whether to go to the counter and say, what would you like me to do today? And I look at not only how my granddad served other people who were higher than him, other people who, you know, for years didn't even properly notice how great of a man he was until probably towards actually when he was, um, when he was really, really sick, actually. I remember my granddad was really sick and they gave him an order of distinction for the service that he had done. And 
I know that my granddad in his speech, he was so like shocked that he was even given like a, a trophy or anything for it. Nowadays, we'd be like, where's my next promotion? Um, he didn't care. Like he genuinely enjoyed serving people and he was so shocked to get that, that award. And I, I remember even as a young girl looking and being like, he is so sick right now. And I don't know if people actually properly knew, like his doctor actually came to the the award ceremony and um, I heard his speech and one of, the, one of the, the parts of his speech that really stood out to me is that he said in his speech, thank you to his family for sacrificing in order for him to serve. Now, I realised that sometimes my granddad had put so many other people before his family and it had cost him a lot. Um, the family had gone through a lot because of it. But there was something about the sacrifices that everyone made so that he could be a great servant. And I reflect on my own future, my own family, my own friends. I reflect on the fact that, you know, some of my family members might be sitting there thinking like, Ash, like, you know, we just really enjoy like you being here, but the call on my life is a bit different. The places that I need to go might be a little bit different that I might not be able to give you everything that you need in that moment, you know. I might not be able to serve you whilst I'm serving other people at the exact same time. And there are going to be sacrifices that have to be made in order for us to serve people. You know, there are going to be people who are upset by the sacrifices that we make. You know, many of us, like, even even myself, like sometimes I'd actually want to spend time with granddad and he'd be like going to work on the day off um, when he's home, he's just tired. So he's sleeping or, yeah, there were just so many times where I felt like, oh, granddad's not here. Or granddad was behind the scenes getting everything ready. You know, he was a behind the scenes man. He put his hand to the plow and didn't look back. You know, that was a sacrifice for many people around him. And sometimes I feel so bad when I have to tell my friend, like, I'm so sorry I can't talk right now because I have a meeting or I have I need to serve this person in this way or I can't do this right now. I need to go and talk to this person. You know, even in my relationship, you know, I have realised that there are times when I have to say my service has to come before this nice conversation that is great, but it won't allow me to fulfil everything I need to do in the day and I need to make sure that my work is done well and that my service is done well for everyone. And this leads me on to my next point. My next point being a reputation. This week, guys, God has been testing me. Like God said, Ashton, I want to teach you about reputation. And I have been quaking in my boots about this reputation thing because guys oh ah ah reputation now what i am not saying is that we should be living for the approval of man please don't hear what i didn't say i'm not saying that we should be living for the approval of man that means i'm not saying that you should be living so that every single person says a great thing about you that every single person likes you right we are not called to be liked and and to be honest yeah not everyone's going to like you and it's something that i have to remind myself every single day not everyone's going to like me that's okay. But 
what my granddad managed to do was create an atmosphere that wherever he went, he left a good reputation. And I looked at the characteristics of what it's like for someone who leaves a good reputation. It means they served well. They served each of the individuals in the room, that people felt seen, that people felt loved by their service. And leaving a good reputation is something that I look for. Even in the Bible, I see like Daniel. Daniel leaves a good reputation. You know, his excellence surpasses him. You know, his um, excellence speaks for him. You know, even kings notice it. You know, when you look at Solomon, you look at his wisdom, his wisdom, like he leaves a good reputation on people that people are speaking about him long after he goes, long after he dies. Now, for me, it's not about how many people know my name. It's not about how many people are able to give me accolades and give me my roses or flowers or whatever people call it whilst I'm still alive. No, 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 no. It's about who I get connected with, whether they can all say the same things, whether I have integrity, whether I actually don't compromise on my values in whatever situation I'm in, whether my line manager can say the same thing as my family member, whether the person who sees me every week at Tesco can say the exact same thing as the person who pays my bills. Whether the person who is my landlord can say the same thing as my mother. Whether I am good at giving my landlord money in the same way that I'm good at giving my mother money. Whether I'm good at giving pretty little thing their money on time or whether I'm good at giving my landlord the rent on time. Whether I'm good at finishing the work that I get paid for and whether I'm still as good at finishing the work that I do for free, that I edit for free, that I do for other people as a favour, whether a favour is still done with the same amount of excellence as something that I actually have to do. And I have realised time and time again that a reputation is one that you actually do everything with the same skill, the same excellence and the same amount of zeal and passion that you don't just give up on that one thing because you just think, oh, whatever, like, it's cool, like, that thing can be pushed to the side. Character in the room can lead to your name being in other rooms. It is rare to find someone who everyone says the same thing about them. Do I love well? Do I show my faith in all things? Does a brand that I work for still say the same thing? And sometimes having a good reputation means saying no if integrity will ever be compromised. This week I had to say no to something and I sat there and I said, God, I'm saying no and I'm trusting you because I know that if I ever wanna work with this person again, I have to say no now. Because saying no now means I won't be able to deliver the excellence that I really want to leave you with. I won't be able to deliver on the thing that you really need. So I have to say no now in order for myself to feel as if I have excellence in everything that I do. In order for God to get the glory out of this, I have to say no because God will not get the glory out of a half done job. God doesn't say half done, you know, good and faithful servant. He says, well done. Well done means things are done well. Things are 
cooked through well. You have built well. It is still standing after you are gone. The, the, the character is still there after you've gone. The fruits of the spirit are still seen by everyone that you meet. And it is hard to build a good reputation. It's hard to have character in the room. And that's why not everyone is in that room. That's why not everyone will get the promotion because there is a humility, there is a service about it that is different from the rest. And if I have learned anything from my grandfather, it's that. But one of the biggest flaws that he had is sometimes he forgot that family is your first ministry, that family have to say the same exact thing about you. And though I could say the same exact thing, you know, sometimes I, I noticed that my grandmother didn't have the the husband who was there every single night, he was working. He came back late, he brought us dinner and kept it moving, you know? But in other ways, he was able to serve her. Anything she wanted, he dropped anything to, to look after her and to, to love her. So there is, a, there is a compromise. There is a way in which we can serve all people, that we can be all things to all men, that we have to figure out what everyone needs and wants. And it is hard. Sometimes it is tiring. Sometimes you get burnt out. But that's when you realise that you can't do it in your own strength. You can't do it in your own might. And one thing I would say is that my granddad, he worked until his deathbed. And one thing that I wouldn't want to do is be working on my deathbed. I want to say that, you know what, everything has been done. Everything has been done to the same level of excellence. And I will leave this in your hands, God. That every day we don't work from a burnout where we're having to serve and I'm doing this and I'm in the kitchen and I'm cooking this and I'm doing that and that dish is burning and that thing is, you know, like... I want to be able to say that I'm serving in a way that is pleasing unto God, that I work from a place of rest and I realise that the reputation that I have is because I am honest, I am transparent about my flaws, I'm transparent about my shortcomings, but that I always strive to have the same values in every single place and atmosphere that I go into. Some of you guys are called into places that you have not even seen. You can't even think or imagine. Some of the places that you guys are called into haven't been built yet. But I'm saying now that those who are faithful with little will be given much. And God promises us that. And so the faithfulness of what you have now will lead to the gravity of what you have next. The faithfulness of what you do now will lead to the performance of what you do with the thing that you're given next. There is going to be such great things in your life. And in the same way that, you know, my granddad is being spoken of this by his grandchild, I pray that our grandchildren can say the same thing. That we lived in a generation that served themselves, but we were humble enough to realise that we should have been a servant. You know, that we have a sincere love, that we are devoted to one another because of that love, that we honour one another above ourselves. I have a gift, but I don't just have one gift. I have multiple different gifts that God has given me. You know, there are certain things that I'm graced in. If I have a gift of reading, Lord, let me serve well in reading for other people. Let me serve well in reading your scripture. Let me serve well in, you know, helping other people edit, to look over things. Lord, if I have a grace for helping and lifting things, Lord, let me lift every single thing that is assigned to me. 
You know, Lord, if I have a grace for helping someone develop and helping someone grow, Lord, bring me the people that I need to mentor. Lord, let me use every single one of my gifts to serve others. You know, I was giving advice to someone recently and I said to them, think about all the gifts that you have and not just the gift that you can see man is seeing. There are, there is, There is something about the person who, you know, I don't know if my granddad had a gift or talent in terms of like musician or whether he was good at sport. I don't I don't actually remember that in the however many years I spent with him, like maybe 10 years I spent with him. Um because I was young, I was a baby. I don't know. Maybe like other people could probably say differently. But what I did know is that my granddad had a gift in hospitality. He had a gift in serving people and that was a beautiful gift, but it's one that we all actually possess. We have the gift of hospitality. We have a place where we can welcome people in, that we can show people that there is love here. When people come around, are you giving them the like, rubbish? Um, oh. When people come over, are you giving them the rubbish china? <laughs> or like, are you giving them the best, you know? And whoever it is, are you giving them the best? Because some people like favoritism. We don't do favorites over here in service. Like there is no one who is favorited over being served in the same way that I would serve a king is the same way that I have to serve the person who can do no, nothing for me in the same way that um, I would serve my boss is the same way that I have to serve someone who is three years old who is who's seven years old in the same way that I serve my little brother is the same way that I have to serve my mother when we realize that actually there is no one who has a hierarchy in our service that's when we start to have a good reputation because we have an all-rounded character. That's when we can hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Because we realise that our faithfulness is not based on who it is, but who God is. Um, and so this episode, this episode was a bit of a rant, a bit of a preaching session. Lord knows that um, he must have spoken through me because... Child, I don't even know what I'll, I'll be saying sometimes. Sometimes I just be like, God, Holy Spirit, that was you because I do not have that wisdom. I do not know that. Um, but I trust in him. I trust that, you know, God will lead us in this episode. And um, I love that it was a conversation. I'm going to pray for you guys. I'm going to pray for your service. I pray that my granddad's story was honoured. And yeah, let me just pray for you. So Father God, I just thank you. I thank you, Lord, for a time where we can come and hear, Lord, wisdom poured out, Father God. I thank you, Lord, for the lives of those who have gone before us, Father God, that we're still learning and reaping their lessons, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that in all ways, Lord, we should acknowledge you, Lord. So we just acknowledge you in this time. We just acknowledge you in this story, Father God. We just thank you, Lord, for service. Thank you for sending your only son, Father God, to die for us, the greatest servant of all, Father God. I pray, Lord, that the greatest among us, Lord, would be the one who serves. I pray, Lord, that you would show us how to serve well, how to love people well, how to see people, how to show people the love of Christ, Lord, how to glorify you in every single action, Lord, how to have a good reputation, Lord, how to do the Daniel fast, Father God, where we say no to the thing that um, is not pleasing unto you, Father God. 
I pray, Lord, that a Daniel fast, a fast where we give up things for you, Father God, is not just about food, Lord, but it's about everything, Lord. It's about the words, it's about the actions, the things that we say yes and no to, the deeds that we don't do, the deeds that we do do, Father God, the people that we hang around, Father God. I pray that everything, Lord, points back to you father god everything points back to our worship our service unto you father god and i just pray that you would honor that father god i pray lord where people have grown weary grown tired of serving father god i pray that you would remind them what it means to be a servant again father god i pray that you'd give them a refreshing father god new winds may fresh winds blow on every single person listening to this podcast father god i pray lord that they feel refreshed by you father god holy spirit would you just come into their rooms right now wherever they are and would you just fill them up again fill them up with your spirit fill them up with your word remind them of who they are and send them out into the world lord to make disciples among us father god and in all ways lord would we remember that the greatest of all things is love father god i thank you for it i thank you for who you are and i just give you all the praise and all the glory In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. Thank you all for listening. Guys, I am so looking forward to the next episode. I'm just loving this. I love telling stories and I love being a storyteller. So I hope I told the story well. Granddad, I am sorry if I didn't tell your story well. Um, There's so much to a person, so... Yeah, he's a great personality. He was just a man who was humble, a man who spoke when he needed to speak, um, who held his tongue, but served very, very well and quietly. Something about quiet service that really stood out to me. And yeah, follow us on covenant.conversations. Follow me on ash underscore underscore s underscore underscore. And just, yeah, hit me up. Tell me what you think about the episode and... As always, love you guys loads and speak to you very, very, very soon.